Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Aiden, absolutely love the fit. Chase Edmonds. Miami Dolphins, two years, $12.6 million. That includes a $6.1 million guarantee. This was like a, a really big storyline from our perspective on Mike McDaniel departing the San Francisco coaching staff. Now we'll call plays with the Dolphins, a team that clearly didn't have a feature back on their roster that they trusted. And from my seat, this is a obvious flag plant from the new head coach, the new play caller, a good enough deal that will show that Chase Edmonds is going to get quite a bit of opportunities with the Dolphins in 2022. So the contract, and that's what we always talk about, the money matters, actions are speak louder than words. They gave him basically a one-year deal, but they paid him decently well, maybe a little bit more money than I was expected. I think Chase Edmonds is a good player. I think Chase Edmonds is a good role player, though. Hmm. I'm expecting Miami to add another back, just looking at, uh, I know that you have his injury history as well, but his touches by year in the NFL, 80, 72, 150, 159. I'm expecting him to be the third down back. Plus, he can handle a little bit of the early down work, but I will not be surprised if it's Raheem Mostert plus Chase Edmonds, and he's still kind of in this role that he was with uh, Arizona. Obviously, McDaniels uses the running back so often, so the fit is a, a win. I'm just worried that everyone's just going to go completely nuts because there's such a vacancy. And this is day one of free agency. We have an entire offseason for Miami to add some other backs to this backfield. All right. Well, you're being, you know, Mr. Negative over here. I'll be Mr. Positive and talk about all the good things that Chase Edmonds brings to the table. One, I think he's always been talented since coming out of Fordham. His First two years in the league were brutal when it came to injuries. And you outlined a few of them, but those first few in the league, a thigh hamstring strain, a hip strain, a shoulder, a high ankle sprain this past year, along with the backs, chest, toes, so on and so forth. Basically every single part of the body. But what he brings to the table is vision, it's juice, it's on cutbacks, it's once the offensive line creates gaps, which is maybe a conversation we should have here with the Dolphins and what they might bring to the table this season. But it's also what he brings in the passing game here. In fact, I went back to look in 2020 with the Cardinals when really they started improving that offense. He spent 141 snaps combined in the slot and out wide. That was at 94 this past season. What have we heard about Mike McDaniel during his press conference tour at the Combine and since being the head coach. It's what they like to do in San Francisco, have 
players who are talented with the ball in their hands and be able to get the ball into their hands from a variety of different alignments. Chase Edmonds lines up with that mantra, with that slogan perfectly. All that we need for him to do is play 17 games. And while he's, again, had an injury history, I could say that exact same statement for a whole bunch of backs across the league. Yeah, the problem is the 49ers don't throw the ball to their running backs very often. And maybe this is a totally different offense, but I think just from what uh, we're used to with McDaniels in San Francisco the last couple of years, not a lot of receptions here. So that's like the one thing is like, you're making a bet if you're really betting on Chase Edmonds in fantasy this year that he's going to get goal line opportunities because I think that he'll probably catch like 40 passes somewhere in that range. I thought his fit with the Cardinals would be a lot better because they actually throw the ball to the running backs a little bit more. So um, it's kind of this for fantasy it kind of comes down to like your opinion of Chase Edmonds. If Chase Edmonds is in the same exact role that he's been in his, uh, in his entire career, I have him in that role as the 96 overall player Hmm. in fantasy that's like well, kind of you're way ahead of adp yeah i had to move him up a little bit here but i'm not going to go too much higher than this i think that miami's going to bring in maybe a plotter but maybe one of these like raheem mostert type that's just like first down they need an explosive run they're going to give it to him then in comes chase edmonds i just don't believe in him as a three down back and in fantasy we need three down backs and half ppr we need the goal line back like that's but, how you okay. win these tournaments what was he last year, though? Wasn't he the between-the-20s player? And that was on first down, that was on second down, that was on third down as well. So he's had this role in the past of touching the ball in obvious running situations, obvious passing situations. He is not a tackle breaker, and I am right there with you. I believe he had 16 forced missed tackles last year. That was around the same number as players that had 100 fewer carries underneath their belt. So that's not his style. But I think, again, his style is that vision – it's that patience. It's that burst through the first and second level. Again, I think we need to bring up that we aren't sure if the Dolphins in their current iteration are going to be able to create that because they certainly weren't able to create that last year. I just scan and all that we can really focus on right now is what the running back room is. And there's other free agents. There's Miles Gaskin out there as well. He, he is the best one of that. But then I understand the part of your conversation that you're saying that this is a long way until the season starts. A yeah. long way. But really the first deal that came from free agency was the Dolphins prioritizing yes. Chase Edmonds. So that means something to me too. For sure. Yeah, no, I, I don't want to price in what the room looks like right now because that's not how this works. The season starts in September. I'm making a projection that they're going to bring in somebody else. But I, I agree. He's a good – first of all, he is a good player. Like this is. is a – I think a fine deal for Miami. They're not committing to him too too much long term. I think he's a good player. They clearly made him <clears throat> a uh, pri priority pick just because um, he was literally the first free agency deal uh, of the legal uh, tampering period. Just real quick, looking at better and best ball points per game last year, he was 122nd overall. I know he dealt with injury, but this removes some of the injury games as well. So I think that's kind of the area of like these type of backs in half PPR best ball to me, always just get overrated. It's the James Conner types, the ones that could have a three-down profile. But if you're in a, uh, a full PPR league and you're doing a zero RB build, like I think that he is reasonable after we get past the potential three-down backs. I think that he's like maybe the best of the bunch outside of that range. Yeah.
couple other things. The running backs don't matter crowd. I don't know if this is the situation to dive into because this, as we outlined at the top, is not a really big investment. I mean, it's along the same lines of the contracts that Kareem Hunt, Tariq Cohen, Kenyon Drake are, are, are making. Slightly more than that, but less than like what Melvin Gordon was at. Um, Naeem Hines, a similar contract to him in terms of year-to-year money. That's a totally fine investment when paired with either another veteran that you get on the cheap or a rookie contract because you look at it as like a total package to me rather than guaranteeing someone, you know, top five money for three to four seasons. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. I'm totally fine with this. This is an offense that's going to be using the running backs, and they had maybe the worst running back room Yes. In the NFL entering this. So they had to make multiple moves. We'll see what else they add. I'm going to make a prediction. Raheem Mostert or Kenneth Walker, either via free agency or the draft, will do a one-two punch. They'll both be drafted in like the 80s, and we'll see what type of uh, format they're best in. To me, just on underdog, I'm nervous that everyone's just going to be like, oh, Chase Edmonds, this is the one again. And he's going to be drafted in like the 60th overall pick. I'm going to be way out on that. Okay, let's close out with those ADPs and just like maybe try to readjust them on where they should be. Because again, prior to free agency on drafts and underdog, would you go and do right now? The link is down in the description below. Your first deposit, we will match it up to $100. So go and play and draft fantasy football. It never, never ends. Uh, Chase Edmonds running back 39, as we alluded to. I mean, he was sandwiched between Melvin Gordon and Alexander Madison. Uh, other players that aren't locked into starting roles like Ramondre Stevenson, Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt. So if we scroll up, where is the reasonable point? Is it around Clyde edwards Lair as the running back 28, the Damian Harris's of the world at the running back 26? Or should that go even higher? Because that's, again, 79th ADP to 88th overall ADP. Yeah, so I have him right after Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in my rankings, um, right in that range as well. Like, it's after the Devin Singletary, after the Michael Carter range. I think that's appropriate. We get down a little bit. The group of running backs I have him tiered with, Rashad Penny, Kareem Hunt, A.J. Dillon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Chase Edmonds, kind of a different types of backs, but all in that 90s range, and we'll see how the market um, updates over the next couple weeks. Love that. Appreciate everyone for tuning in. Again, every single fantasy impactful player that is signed, traded, whatever, during this offseason free agency window will be here to break it down in short videos like this. So be sure to like and subscribe. Smash those buttons down below. All right. For Hayden, I am Josh. Talk to you all soon. See ya. See ya.